0: Anytime I hear the word neighbor, I think of Mr. Rogers. You might have read this past month's newsletter already, in which I speak some of Mr. Rogers. He was a neighbor that James would have liked. His actions and his words spoke well of what he represented, of who he represented, It is said that all kinds of people worked for Mr. Rogers on the set of his television show. People who had long hair, which was frowned upon at that time. People who smelled of marijuana and illegal drugs. People of various ethnicities. People with varying degrees of handicaps. People of all ages. Females as well as males all worked together on that TV crew. He loved them all, and he spent time getting to know each of them and made sure they all felt that they were a part of the team. In addition to how he treated those around him, he spoke out for those who had no voice and brought a variety of topics onto his show that others would have skirted around. Why? Because those issues matter in the everyday life. James would have been proud of Mr. Rogers. Do not speak evil against one another, brothers and sisters. Whoever speaks evil against another or judges another speaks evil against the law and judges of the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver and judge who is able to save and to destroy. So who then are you to judge your neighbor? James wrote that for a wide audience, the 12 tribes of Israel. And while it is safe to presume that there were people within those tribes, those groups judging others as individuals, I think that sermon's been done before. We've all heard about planks in the eyes of our neighbors and ourselves. So I want to expand it even farther to judging whole groups of people, whole nations, whole kingdoms. Remember, this book was going out to the different kingdoms, the different tribes. So thinking of it in terms of whole groups of people, Preventing judgments of nations, of people, isn't too out of the box. Preventing judgment of your profession, preventing judgment of where you live, what your educational level is, all of that is right in line with what James is talking about. James was very smart with this one. The effects that judgments have on entire groups of people within societies, are very real. Year after year, more and more people, new people, <laughs> perform studies on black youth. They ask small children of all races what they want to be when they grow up. They ask them what's possible. What about their friends? What, what are your friends going to be when they grow up? What can you become? Again, during those formative middle school years, they'll ask these questions. Children of all races, what are you going to be when you grow up? What what can you be? What can your neighbor be? And time and time again, in these studies, black youth respond differently than than their white counterparts. They respond differently than their Asian counterparts, differently than their Hispanic or Latino counterparts, differently than all other counterparts. They can't see past what they have been shown. Black youth can't see past the black role models that they've watched in TVs and movies. In most movies, the lowlife, the disposable person, the thief, the drug dealer, the murderer, the pimp, and the thug are all of what race? Black. People identify easiest to those who look like them. So these black youth see how they're portrayed on the screen. They see that America accepts this portrayal. And soon they accept it too. They expect to live their life sometime on the street. To turn to dealing drugs, to turn to stealing cars, to shooting cops, to dying far too young. All because that's what they see. That's what they expect to be. That's who we, they think we want and expect them to be. James wants us to reverse that. James doesn't want us to criticize people or judge whole groups of people based on race or where they're from or where they live or what language they speak. James wants us to build them up, to bring them in and to make sure they know they are part of our team. Once people are shown love and acceptance, once they know that they are just like everyone else, regardless of where they came from, the craziest thing happens. They begin to believe it. They begin to have faith in themselves. They begin to have faith in other people and in community. They begin to have faith in God. Now, I don't like to tell all of our pastoral secrets, but some are just too good to keep to ourselves. I know a pastor that has accepted, this is not us, I know a pastor that accepted a position at a good church that had really bad elders. It wasn't that the elders themselves were bad people, they weren't, they were very good people. They cared about the church. They cared about the pastor. They cared about the community. But they had no idea how to be an elder. They were never taught, never shown how they should be an elder. And once my friend realized this, he bought them all a book on shepherding. A few weeks went by. A few months went by. Nothing changed. He didn't know exactly what to do, so he decided to go out of his way to lavish praise on the elders from the pulpit. And in his praise, he mentioned all the things he envisioned the elders doing to shepherd a flock. As the elders heard praise of them contacting visitors, well, they began to contact visitors. As elders heard praise of them visiting the sick, the elders began to visit the sick. They needed guidance. They needed a role model, an example to follow. And they didn't need it in the form of judgment. They needed to be able to envision themselves doing positive things. This week, the Pope made an address to Congress. At various times, as with any address to Congress, the left side would stand up and applaud, and then the right side would stand up and applaud. Very rarely do both sides stand up and applaud to the same thing. But at one point, the pope began to mention the golden rule. And halfway through, both sides, left and right, stood to their feet and everyone began to clap. Pope Francis said, Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. This rule points us in a clear direction. Let us treat others the same with the same passion and compassion with which we want to be treated. Let us seek for others the same possibilities which we seek for ourselves. Let us help others to grow as we would like to be helped ourselves. That is the action James is seeking to show love to encourage mercy. Trusting that the best of people is their true self when they feel love, acceptance, and security. Where there is belonging. Trusting that each action leads us one step closer to making this world a better home. I know Pastor Travis spoke on words last week. The power that our words have. For James, words and actions show your true faith, what you do for others, how you speak to others, how you treat others. That is the truest test of faith for James. Throughout the book, it's the practice of everyday interactions that are of most importance to James. Those daily actions and interactions, those are the test of faith. James believes that if you have faith, regardless of it's the strongest or the weakest, as long as you have faith, it's shown throughout each of your daily actions. To James, Faith isn't just something you discuss or something that you believe. It's something lived out in the everyday. It's being a good neighbor. It's standing up for the voiceless. It's making sure positive role models are provided for everyone. It's praising people for what they have yet done. It's treating others the way we want to be treated. That's faith for James. Now It might seem odd, weird, or strange for the conclusion for these two verses on not judging others to be about our faith. And sure, I could tell stories of people and the judgments that they face on a daily basis. I could rattle off some clever or famous quotes on judging others, but I'm not sure that would get the point across that James is trying to make. Because James didn't simply write those two verses. He wrote them in the context of other verses. He wrote them in a context of a whole book that is all about action, Specifically, how your faith is put into action. How everything you do and everything you say is your faith in action.